Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. On the eve of the beginning of Cowboys training camp, tra- Cowboys will up. Uh, they have uh, landed. They were in the process of landing there in uh, California this afternoon. There's going to be a little bit of a press availability. And then uh, tomorrow, Jerry and Stephen and Mike McCarthy will be addressing the media, kind of a State of the Union type deal. And then we start practices on Wednesday. The Matt Mosley Show will be making uh, our way right there to uh, Oxnard, California, to be there for training camp. Thanks to Jim Turner Chevrolet. Oh, man, that's going to be fun. In fact, Jim, at 5 o'clock tomorrow, is going to join us and visit with us. And so love what they do, love what they're doing, and uh, just a tremendous job. We'll be talking about them throughout the week. You've heard some of the promos that are getting ready. They'll be playing all the way until we get there. And then training camp, they are the presenting sponsor of our blowout the budget coverage of Cowboys training camp. And it'll be, uh, it'll be quite a scene there. And I've already got, uh, uh, we'll have full access to players and everything. That'll start Wednesday. And then to, tomorrow, we'll have full access to, to listening to Jerry and Stephen and all of that. And uh, we've got uh, Stephen will be uh, listening for that. We've got all kinds of uh, ways to get that to you. And so that'll be exciting. And we'll uh, tomorrow, we'll let you kind of hear most of that because a lot of you won't be able to hear that uh, live. But we'll have it for you. And that'll be when Jerry and, uh, and Mike and Stephen kind of share their thoughts on everything. Now, this is an interesting time of life for Jerry because Jerry is only just a couple of months away from turning 80 years old. And so it's a big milestone for him. And I, I just think there's a lot going on. There's a, there's a big sense of urgency. And so that will be exciting couple of birthdays, Aaron, that I need to catch you up on. On Friday, the 22nd, and I was the whole day, you remember, Aaron, when I my phone went out on me and I was kind of flying blind late in the show, which not, is not that unusual. There was something I wanted to mention that day because on that day, it was an extremely important day. We were celebrating my grandmother's 99th birthday, uh, Frances Ellender Lawrence, my mom's mom. And uh, she listens to the show uh, sometimes when she's still in her own home in McKinney, Texas, sometimes when she's in the home where I grew up in Kaufman, Texas. And it is uh, people kind of look at you funny, Aaron, when you get to be it's and it's a glorious thing. But when you get like to be in your late 40s like I am, and they're like, wait, you still have a grandmother? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it happens. And uh, it's, uh, it's been one of the great blessings of, uh, of our lives 
that she's been able to hang around with us for a long, long time. And grandparents, as you know, Aaron, um, in fact, I know I know you honor your uh, your grandfather in different ways. Uh, but I, I, you know, it's just a, it's an amazing thing, and uh, she's been an amazing supporter. And to this day, she remains kind of the matriarch and the backbone of our family in a lot of ways. And she still calls the shots, even at age 99. Now, Aaron, do you like my... I, I've got a theory. If you turn 99 in life, I think you ought to get credit for 100. What, what do you think? Would you be on board with that, Aaron? If you make it to 99, shouldn't you be – could we just speed it up and you're honored with a 100th birthday, or are you of the belief, Aaron, that you have to truly hit the 100 mark no, to get I'm, full credit for it? I'm with you, actually. My grandmother passed, I think, about six months before – Six months before one hundredth birthday, so I, I wow. agree. Wow, yeah, I mean, it was. That's some good genes. That's some good genes, Aaron. You may and lived alone may... uh, up until the very end. I was just an incredible, incredible wow. woman. Wow, yeah, that's uh, that's right in Central Texas, Aaron, or where was she? Yeah, yeah, she lived. Uh, she lived in North Waco. Now, my mom and dad, you know, lived very close. That way, they could go yeah. over there anytime they needed to. But she. She lived by herself up and up until the end. Yeah, pretty amazing. But grandparents are awesome, and uh, and then uh, you know when you when you uh, and great grandparents, you know, to my child, and that leads me, Aaron, to the next birthday uh, today, July twenty fifth. I was a young reporter. I'd just taken a job at ESPN dot com. And Aaron, into our lives, uh, Meredith and I welcomed Parker Aubrey Mosley and uh, our daughter. And it was, uh, oh, maybe the greatest day of our lives. And uh, it, it, uh, it, it just, it, I think back on it today, and I remember where we were there at Baylor Hospital. And it's been an incredible ride. And the funny thing is, you know, sometimes people go, well, this is a good age, or this is a good age. And honestly, every single age has been incredible, you know. And and uh, I, this is her fifteenth birthday, so it was seven. Uh, it was you know um, seven twenty five oh seven is when she arrived on the scene. And today we are celebrating her. And they started she and some of her crew last night and then uh, of course tonight the whole uh, family will get together for some Tex-Mex. Aaron that's how our family does it okay. El Phoenix Friday night for my grandmother. We took a night off uh, or a night or two off and actually that was Saturday night. We Friday night was her birthday but we celebrated Saturday night and then tonight Monday night we'll be at Mikosina uh, to uh, to celebrate my daughter and uh That'll be a that'll be a blessed event. But uh, Aaron, over the years, um, she has not done this since you were uh, a producer. But she used to jump on and uh, give us some NBA thoughts back when uh, back, she was a huge NBA fan, continues to be. But at one point, she was a big James Harden fan. Loved the beard. She had the she had James Harden basketball shoes. She had James Harden T-shirt. People say Mosley. Um, how did you let that happen? I don't know. I don't know. She, I think she was just fascinated with the beard. James Harden obviously has been a great player, not always the best teammate ever, but she loved James Harden. And so we would go to Rockets games 
and she would get looks because she was cheering loudly for the Rockets because she loved James Harden, even against the Mavericks. But uh, she's given, she's softened her approach on um, her takes on Steph Curry. For a long time, she thought he was overrated. I think now, after four titles, and uh, you know, one of the he's become one of the top ten players probably of all time. She finally has come around on Steph Curry and thinks he's a pretty good player. But uh, she is uh, incredible, incredible dancer, uh, athlete, uh, and then also cheerleader as well. And you got to be a, an athlete to be a cheerleader. But boy, dance is her big thing. And Aaron, she does all the hip hop, uh, ballet, modern, lyrical. Uh, I don't know several of them, and uh, at the uh, the at a place called the Kitty Carter Dance Factory. Anyway, uh, very proud of her, and uh, so today is her fifteenth birthday. These things happen. Seems like everything starts moving in a hurry at some point. Uh, Aaron, soon the driver's permit will come, and then uh, a year from today, uh, I'll need to make arrangements for some kind of vehicle. Aaron, do you have an extra car or something? Is there <laughs> is there any way you could help me out? We've got, uh, you know, Alan Samuels, one of our great sponsors, uh, Ted T, great friend of mine. Of course, Jim Turner Chevrolet uh, is the uh, presenting sponsor for this big trip we're taking to Oxnard, California. I bet, I bet one of those dealerships will step up to the plate and, uh, and, and help me out on that front. But, uh. Uh, very exciting day, so happy birthday to Parker Mosley as she turns 15 years old. All right, Aaron, do you remember when you were 15? <coughs> did you did you apply, Aaron, for a hardship back then? I didn't even know you <laughs> could do that, but as I got older in life, I mean, as I grew up, I would hear stories of people like our parents' age that would get hardship licenses. And I think you could even do it, Aaron, when we were kids. Um, at like 14 or 15, if you could prove that you needed to get to work or something like that. Now, I don't think I was really working that hard at age 15 to prove anything. Aaron, did you go for the hardship license, or did you truly wait for your, your 16th birthday? No, I waited because uh, I, okay. I wasn't going to start working that early. <laughs> you were you were up at clicks. Yeah. You were up running some billiards. Um, Aaron, what was your first? By the way, you can weigh in on the text line, 254-662-1660. I Let us know what your first vehicle was when you did turn 16. Uh, Aaron, what was yours? What was your first car that you drove? A Ford Tempo, a black Ford te- four-door Ford Tempo, and it was a standard. My dad taught, had to teach me how to drive it, but I did. I learned how did to drive cat, on did, a standard. Did you cat, did, like did, to work on that? Did you go out like in the high school parking lot or out on a farm or something, or did you? We lived like, kind of out in the country, out in Robinson. Okay, past all the you know, I mean, not that Robinson's a big city, but we we lived in the country, so there was lots of roads with no cars for me to practice on. <laughs> I I don't think I could pretend to to I mean I did at one point learn how to drive a standard. Aaron there was a one point where Meredith and I ended up in uh in Washington DC and I deferred to her standard driving skills and it was a truck. We had a buddy who had a place there and we borrowed his pickup truck. He was out of town. 
you can imagine driving around, seeing the sights in D.C., a young couple, and uh, Meredith was having to do get us around the city, and uh, <laughs> I was that was not my forte was was a standard. So I don't, uh, I do not. If Aaron, if you said, "Hey, Mosley, you have to get yourself home from the station," yeah, I don't know if I could do it. I don't. I think I know. Remember how to hit the clutch. And I, I might be able to figure it out, but that was not. I've I've not had any desire to have a standard. My first car was the '84 Buick Century, and my dad tried to give me a, a Ford Comet. Uh, was that a Ford? Who made the Comet? Might have been a Ford. I don't know. It was some kind of Comet. And Aaron, that car did not. That was just not up to par. I think we had our. Our local mechanic there in Kaufman checked that one out and, and determined that perhaps that was not it was not quite up to speed. So we had to kind of turn that one back in. And then I got the 84 Buick Century. And Aaron, my entire basketball team uh, at Kaufman High School, I would take everybody home. I was the ride. And so you'd see about seven of us in the Buick Century. I don't think that was legal, really. But we would all pile it up, about three of us in front, about four to five in the back, because that was a nice big vehicle, and that thing moved. And then somebody bought it from us, and I would see it in my hometown for years to come. For about seven or eight more years, I would see the Buick Century. I think uh, a local guy named Clarence then inherited the Buick Century. So we kind of kept it going in my hometown for a while. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you want to share what your first vehicle was, and we'll read some of those as the day unfolds. All right, Aaron, lots to uh, lots to to do here, and uh, Aaron, we got something kind of fun coming up. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have Darby Brown on from Channel Ten News, and there's just something really cool that uh, she did here recently, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna give her a call, and it it has to do. Aaron, have you ever heard of Paul Tyson Field? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has to do with Paul Tyson. Very, very uh, cool story. We'll have Darby on, and uh, she'll join us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, sunny and hot the rest of the way this afternoon. Tonight, clear skies with a low near 78. The rest of the week will be about the same with afternoon highs near 102. Overnight lows near 78 with clear skies. Currently, it's 101 at ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87 to 62 the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. 
We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. (laughs) They don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you start by giving us a call at (laughs) 254-235-4922. You tried, but that was dumb. Keep going. Jimmy.com. Yeah, that's me, fixitjimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face, make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Texas for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. 
This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075. That's 800-273-7075. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. David Ortiz headlined the Baseball Hall of Fame inductions over the weekend. Others included Tony Olivia, Jim Catt, Gil Hodges, and Bud Fowler. Boston Celtics are talking to the Nets about a possible Kevin Durant deal. Dallas Cowboys descend on Oxnard today, getting ready for training camp. The State of the Union from Jerry, Stephen, and McCarthy is tomorrow at noon, and the first practice is on Wednesday. Houston Astros swept the weekend series with the Mariners. Astros will start a series in Oakland with the A's. First pitch at 8.40 tonight. Rangers avoid the sweep in Oakland, beating the A's 11-8 yesterday. Rangers move on to Seattle to start a series with the Mariners. 9-10 first pitch tonight, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas rolling along here on a Monday our coverage of Cowboys training camp starts tomorrow I'll be out uh, in uh, Los Angeles actually in Oxnard for camp and that first practice will be there for Wednesday I think we have lined up Dan Quinn Cowboys defensive coordinator we'll get to him uh, pretty early on so that'll be uh, that will be fun now standing by though this may be must be a Cardinals fan, Arizona Cardinals fan. She may be pleased that they signed Kyler Murray uh, because she's from that part of the world. Darby Brown, sports director at KWTX. And, uh, Darby, it's good to have you today. Now, on your Twitter handle, you do describe yourself as a storyteller. And I got to say, I'm, I'm liking the this feature. And the first I saw about it was uh, July 15th. And um, and what you're doing is going around to these uh, uh, different stadiums in Central Texas, and sometimes people maybe don't know the whole history by who the who these stadiums are named after. And you're digging in the archives and doing all. I mean, now Darby, I mean, you've got a lot on your plate. Um, are you down there like at the library? Where are you? You can't Google some of this stuff. I mean, you've you've really uh, this this is uh, this is like a one of your old college research projects. 
feel like a real journalist. I, I do. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's definitely, it's calling a lot of people because like you said, I think that is the intriguing part is, you know, you Google these names and little to nothing comes up. And so I think years go on and people don't really know much about these names that are all over central Texas. So it, it's been a lot of, a lot of phone calls and then just trying to talk to people that have connections and, you know, know things. And, um, you know, it helps with the Texas sports hall of fame is down the road. Cause that, that helped with the recent story, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been a lot of digging. So it's been, it's been fun. I'm a history nerd and I always have been. So I feel like it's, I am getting history lessons, you know, through doing these. So it's been really fun. Did your eyebrows start to raise when you started looking into Paul Tyson in, uh, I mean, 27 years? Obviously, one of your points was that there are a couple of fields that are going to be named after Paul Tyson. One of them, sadly, is about to come down, but uh, but there'll still be a Paul Tyson field. But Waco High, um, 27 seasons he was there. And, of course, you're right. You hear these names. I used to go to Paul Tyson. I'd cover track meets. I mean, I've been to the old one that was built in, I think you said, 1961. I've been to that one many, many times over the years. Uh, so much history, but you sort of, you're right. Over the years, it's like, well, I'm sure Paul Tyson was pretty famous, but I don't know exactly who he was. Not only was he famous, I mean, this is one of the most recognizable uh, high school coaches in the country uh, at one point. And I, I thought that one tidbit that um, maybe Jay Black shared with you, the, the part about Newt Rockney, uh, who was at Notre Dame, and them having a relationship. And there was even one thought before Nuke Rockney tragically died in a plane accident, uh, a plane crash, that, that he had thought about bringing Paul Tyson onto his staff. Were you, yeah. uh, were you blown away as I was by some of, the, uh, some of the tidbits you started finding out about Paul Tyson? Oh, for sure. I mean, I was thinking this was Waco, Texas in what year and how did this person even, you know, get in touch with the coach of Notre Dame, let alone establish such a close, you know, relation, working relationship that they thought about bringing him on staff. And obviously that was part that they, they said they don't, nobody can really get that uh, proven, but not disproven either. So uh, it could be true, but there definitely, there was a, there's a letter sitting in the Texas sports hall of fame that, um, was written to him by Newt Rockney. And so clearly they had, you know, gotten to know each other and he'd gone to clinics. And I think I took this part out because the story was pretty long. If you've noticed, I had to try to, I had to, I had to get it on the air, but, uh, and it could have gone even longer, but, um, he, he said that he, uh, Jay Black from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame said that Paul Tyson had gone to like, 35 coaching clinics one summer or something crazy like that. And you're thinking in the, in the, in the 20s, how do you even get, a, get around that? But, you know, it's, it was pretty crazy. He clearly was, you know, pretty football genius guy and was just constantly trying to learn more. So it was, it was very cool to hear about it for sure. Channel 10's Darby Brown joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. She's been doing this feature on some of the our local stadiums in Central Texas. Did one on Belton. That's I got to dig back in on that. I want you to go down to. Um, I wonder who. I got to. I got to re- try to remember what which one is the Salado because that's of course my one of my adopted teams. Um, the the Paul Tyson had the as you talked about it the spinner formation, and that was where the quarterback I guess would kind of. Go spin around and, okay, walk us through that particular formation because, again, Paul Tyson 
was coming up with things well before uh, some of these things were popular. I mean, all of these things had roots, right? Even in the air raid, right. how Mummy gets a lot of credit for that. And again, that he he deserves a lot of credit. But people like Paul Tyson were doing amazing things in offensive football all those Golly, maybe been almost a hundred years ago. Uh, what was the right. spinner? What was the spinner yeah. formation? Well, my understanding was that, and obviously I couldn't find tape on it, but my understanding is it just was creating a lot of misdirection in the backfield. So you know, you 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 would think that one guy had the ball, and then you'd look the other way, and the ball was already down the field. Um, and so it was just creating like this misdirection that nobody could figure out, and it resulted in a lot of points. I think I think Jay Black told me that they had scored over 100 points um, like six times or something. Or, I don't know what it was exactly, but it, in, the, and in the 20s, that just was not, you know, well, even now, I mean, heck, that's crazy. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think that it was just a way to kind of, create confusion with the running backs and then just send guys uh, down the field before the other team even knew what was happening. So that was the, the spinner situation and clearly it, it worked. And, and yeah, they, they, you know, they, um, people think he gets the credit for creating that. Like, you know, you hear about that all the time now, misdirection and even Baylor talks about that a lot too. But I, I think that that is um, something that he had figured out and nobody really knew how to stop it at that point. So his record was unbelievable. Some of those artifacts, of course, Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You were talking to Jay Black about that. Paul Tyson Field, and as you showed, that newer facility where Waco will uh, prepare for games and that kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just kind of fascinating to uh, watch all that. And then one of the people that you tracked down was the son of somebody that played for Paul Tyson. And um, yeah. I, I found that to be really fascinating to to hear from him, and, and there were a lot of testimonials over the years for people that had their lives impacted, and, and Paul Tyson was just, uh, we think now, I think of G.A. Moore, I think of some of the, the great legends. I, the One of the guys you talked to, he's a legend, uh, Johnny Tusa. I mean, oh, I love yeah, that I guy, uh, yeah, and he's, he's an incredible guy to talk about these things. But Paul Tyson, I, I, I love the fact that Coach Tusa and others there's still a reverence in their voice when they talk about him, and they're too. Uh, they're most of these people are too young to have ever, you know, met or talked to Paul Tyson. Right. One part I didn't put in there with Coach Tuso was I thought was interesting. Is of course he grew up here in Waco, and so he told me that he, um, you know, knew knew like growing up the neighbors would all talk about him, like his his you know um, neighbors down the street they had they had played for him or things like that. So. Even so, when he was growing up, he heard from he didn't know him, but he heard from people that knew him, and yeah, it was kind of like a larger than life type of guy around. You know, just the the legend was was around from when Coach Tusa was a kid, and so then you know for him to grow up and then be coaching at Waco High, I think he did always kind of think about it. But even he said, you know, players wouldn't really ask like, oh, who's Co- who's Paul Tyson, and um, and so I don't know how much they talked about him, but. You know, I do think he's one. He's a name that I, I think most people know he coached around here. At least they know that. Oh, yeah. But it was interesting to see what else they could find. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, um, uh, you know, your research process, again, more than Google. you got to dig in there. you got to call around. I mean, you could have found an easier thing to do this summer, but I'm glad you picked <laughs> this. Now, one thing you said is, hey, the, the uh, phone lines are open, or you can email us yeah. and give us suggestions 
what are people are there any real popular th- names that have come in or people kind of uh, uh exciting i think your next feature you mentioned was going to be academy uh yeah, that, I- that stadium uh i guess that was john glover what is that mm-hmm. is that the uh, next bit of research you're doing Yes, and I already did the interviews for that one because that one was a request. Um, it was emailed to me, and those interviews were fantastic, too. I mean, that was uh, because I was able to talk to John Glover's son, who I think he lives in Georgetown now, but they met me over there at Academy. And so he talked about what it was like to grow up. Um, they, they, they lived on school grounds when he was the head football coach, which I'd never heard of that. I'm assuming that was more common than I uh, maybe new, but anyways, the family like lived in Academy and, you know, this little boy grew up with it and the Academy didn't have a weight room. The, the dad, he coach Glover built weights, built cement weights. And it was, you know, cra- kind of crazy stuff. So I'm excited about that one. That one's next week, but um, other people have asked about, I think Chilton's field, Featherston field. So I actually just tried to call someone about that today um, you know, there's, there's been a few emails, but definitely if anyone's listening right now and they, they're curious, like, Hey, I've always wondered the story about this person. That's exactly what I'm doing. So, uh, that's yeah. the point of the whole series. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, coming home from a European vacation and I happened to click on there and I got real interested in that Paul Tyson thing. And I said, Hey, when I land, when I get back to the States, I'm going to need to touch base with Darby. And, uh, and of course today it hit me. I'm like, Oh gosh, I want to, I want to track down Darby. So I appreciate you, uh, jumping on. And by the way, I saw Chris was out there. Chris Williams, our good friend and your, uh, uh-huh. your colleague was out covering the Midway girls. Uh, appears they beat Colorado 16 to one yeah. Two more wins and, and world series bound. I mean, this is pretty exciting stuff. In fact, one of the fans, I don't know if this was the coach's head they have up. They had one of those. It is the those... coach's head. I interviewed <laughs> the coach before the game, and he was so shy. He did not want to do an interview, and I was like, man, I wonder what he thought about that uh, giant head of his, but uh, the fat head <laughs> is what they call those. But, uh, yeah, that, that was – yeah, Chris was out there on Sunday, and then they play again tomorrow, um, and then if they win, they play Wednesday in the finals. So they're getting close. Of course, Robinson girls went last year, so all of these girls saw the Robinson girls do it, so – um, you know, they're, they're excited about it. They, I went out to talk to them. They're really excited and they did a great job in that first game. I mean, we'll see what happens. So, well, I, I tell you what, a, what age range is this? That is the, the true little league one that will be on the world series. I think that they, I might be wrong about this, but I think they're 12. You, I okay. can you, yeah, yeah t- I think they're, I think they're 12. You, um, yeah, they're either 10 you. U or 12 you. I think it's 12. So yeah. I'm looking through there. I mean, there's some, already some, some folks that appear to have some power and uh, formidable at the plate. This is very exciting. Uh, Waco area has always been known for great little league baseball, softball, the whole shebang. And so this is uh, carrying on in a long line of talented folks. And boy, Darby, you know, they, they start, um, they start these girls early, like working on pitching, <laughs> softball, and it's kind of in the DNA of uh, of Central Texas. Now, Darby, did you have a, any softball, baseball type background, or did you play something else? I, you know, my main thing was dance in high school, so I, I fell into dance. But I grew up playing basketball. Both of my parents played college basketball, so that was sort of the biggest thing in our house. And I 
played it through middle school. And then when I got to high school, I just dance kind of took over my life. So but softball, I played all of, I think, maybe two seasons uh, just because my parents were like, you got to learn how to throw and hit and do all things. And it was, uh, you know. I was not on the Little League World Series team, we'll just say that, <laughs> I did play. <laughs> now, being from, uh, talking, talking to Darby Brown, uh, Channel 10 News, you can watch her there, sports director over there. Being from the uh, Arizona, uh, are you a Cardinals fan? Remind me, do you, do you, do you, uh, have you rooted for that team growing up? I have, yep, I sure have. And so, and so were you on board with this Kyler Murray $46.1 million a year. I guess they didn't have much choice. Are you a uh, are you a Kyler Murray fan? You know, I'm glad it's done. I'm glad I, I'm I'm glad they're keeping him because, like you said, I don't really know what choice they had. I don't know. I, I think that what he was asking for, and honestly, what he got, I don't know if he really deserved it. When you look at all the analytics of everything else, I don't I don't know. I I'm still. I'm still like he's got to prove some things, but I'm I'm not a hater. I am a fan. I just, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'm glad that they made it work with him, and I'm glad that it's all all the drama is done. And his his old Instagram photos of the Cardinals, he brought those back out of the archives, so that's always <laughs> a good sign. So things are looking up. <laughs> yeah, I always think of him when I see like smallish quarterbacks or smallish players in high school and you're like, ah, I think that guy, I don't think that guy will ever be able to do it. And I'm not saying a lot of people can at that size, whatever he is, 5'10 or 5'11, but mm-hmm. it does happen from time to time. And I think he is, uh, he's unbelievable to watch. Uh, and yeah, uh, he he's going to be, he's an extremely, extremely wealthy man. I think he'll be there longer than his head coach. All right. I think nothing against Cliff, mm-hmm. but I just don't feel like Cliff is going to be there too much longer, especially with these late season uh, swoons uh, as uh, has been happening. Darby, yeah. thanks for doing this. Look forward to uh, when can we watch this, by the way, the, the Academy one. What uh, what night are you yep. going to air that? So I'm airing all these on Friday night. So leading up to I'll have a few more up until high school football season starts. So they'll be on Friday night at six and 10, but they'll debut at six on Friday. So. Okay, I reserve the right to just play that package on the air. Okay, those if you if you'll give me permission, I like. Those yeah, things. go for it. It's, yeah, 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 that's right. A good chunk go. of content as well. So yes, like yes, good for you, here. good for you. Although, don't let Chris slip on any of this. I would send him out there. Make sure he's doing this. It wor- this time of year. It worries me that Chris and and Lively are out there on the course too much. So do not do not fail to give him plenty of homework. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just glad he made it back from Spain. He was he had an adventure this summer. He could tell you about that. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah I hope he didn't run with the bulls or anything like that. Oh but, boy, uh... he did. He sure did. <laughs> so. Oh gosh. I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably see the video soon. All right, Darby. Good to visit with you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. You bye. bet. There's Darby Brown. There she goes. Channel 10's own, uh, the sports director out there, and uh, she and Chris do a. Do a great job, and I love these features that she's doing on our local uh, stadiums. She did one on Belton's Wilson Kersey Field, uh, and uh, that's a neat one, too, as well. So you can find out a lot. Again, she's going to run those every Friday night. All right, we do have some Campus Confidential. Aaron's been digging around. 
Ooh, we're hearing some Pac-12 spin doctors are out there in full force. We talk Campus Confidential. We do it next. Recently on Game Time. Managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper. Class 6A does have a situation that is unique in the sense that they do not split into divisions. The issue is that the swath of teams that comprise 6A can range from like 2,200 all the way up to 7,000. And so I think what some coaches and what the UIL is going to explore is do we need to take that top bit of teams and put them into like a super cup? Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central. Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotez Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code SAVE. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a $5 bonus. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. 
learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Whoa! Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. David Ortiz headlined the Baseball Hall of Fame inductions over the weekend. Others included Tony Olivia, Jim Catt, Gil Hodges, and Bud Fowler. Boston Celtics are talking to the Nets about a possible Kevin Durant deal. Dallas Cowboys descend on Oxnard today, getting ready for training camp. The State of the Union from Jerry, Stephen, and McCarthy is tomorrow at noon, and the first practice is on Wednesday. Houston Astros swept the weekend series with the Mariners. Astros will start a series in Oakland with the A's. First pitch at 8.40 tonight. Rangers avoid the sweep in Oakland, beating the A's 11-8 yesterday. Rangers move on to Seattle to start a series with the Mariners. 9-10 first pitch tonight, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm... It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? We love talking college football, college athletics in general. And, of course, uh, NFL-wise, we will be headed out to uh, Oxnard, California for Cowboys training camp tomorrow. Uh, We'll have that opening speech tomorrow and then practices Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Thank you, Jim Turner, Chevrolet. Thank you for what you guys do. They'll be our presenting sponsors. In fact, Jim, will, uh, the owner of uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet, will be on with us tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Uh, he'll hop on with us and kind of talk about the, the coverage and talk about. And, in fact, uh, Jim has had a long friendship with Jerry Jones, and so he can provide some insight on Jerry and a lot of, the, uh, a lot of good stuff. So we're, we're excited about that. Uh, as we provide our coverage from Southern California. In fact, I, uh, I'll i be out there. Uh, I'll, I'll hit the ground early tomorrow morning, and then uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll all be good. And we'll be, it'll be very exciting to be there for that first opening news conference. And then, of course, the show will be in its usual time slot from 4 to 6. Thank you, by the way, Central National Bank. Love you guys, our presenting sponsors on this show. I love the student accounts that y'all do. Uh, everybody needs to know about that. You can, uh, you can, Central National Bank, basically for your high schoolers that are going off to college, for your college students, it's something they do that tailored for college students uh, to kind of get them ready. And it's something that uh, really could make parents, I think, feel great about having their kids there in Waco, in Central Texas. And uh, that student that, that student accounts, really cool thing that Central National Bank does. All right, Aaron, without further ado, let me turn it over to you for some Campus Confidential. You mentioned before the break, uh, 
some articles today by national writers about the Pac-12. There's no really breaking realignment news. There were some reports over the weekend that the Pac-12, who's in their exclusive negotiating period with ESPN for their rights, and from most reports, ESPN seems to be the only one bidding on them right now, that the numbers came in and they were pretty bad, 25 to 30 million per school, and that Oregon and uh, Washington were looking for a higher percentage than the other schools. There were just multiple reports, none by any of the big news outlets, that, but that about quite a bit of bad news for the Pac-12 over the weekend. And then suddenly Monday, there were two different articles by two guys that, one, Stuart Mandel uh, of The Athletic, and the other is John Wilner, who actually broke the USC-UCLA to the Big Ten story. He act, he writes for you know that group of newspapers that kind of spans all across the country. He also has the Pac-12 hotline. But Stuart Mandel's article was about television ratings, and it was it was pretty disappointing. I know he's wants the Pac-12 to stay together, but he kind of cherry-picked games to make it look like the Pac-12 had better numbers than the Big 12, which isn't true. And then John Wilner's article was really, really homerish. I'd just bring that up to say that to see that today after all the quote-unquote bad news that seemed to come out over the weekend for the Pac-12, I would really expect something to come out in the next couple of weeks after that exclusive negotiating period is over, and I believe that's early August. That's also when the new Big 12 commissioner will take over. Can you imagine, like, the the rest of the Pac-12 schools when, like, Washington comes in there saying, hey, guys, uh, we need we need more of a stake. We're going to need a bigger percentage if you want us to stick around. I mean, I, it's one thing. University of Texas, and they don't always deliver in wins, but it is an enormous brand. You have to give them that. Washington, and they were good under Chris Peterson. I mean, they've been horrible the last two or three years. They're horrible at basketball. I mean, I, I, I don't know why we're all bowing down and saying, Oregon and Washington <laughs> Those are huge properties. Now, maybe because it's in Seattle and it's, a, you know, it's one of a, it's a nice, big, large, cosmopolitan type city. But I, I don't get this. I know I've talked about this before. We went crazy over USC and UCLA, two programs that, by the way, have not been that good recently. But, but whatever. You, I mean, in some ways, there is at least kind of like what Texas has, the pizzazz of being those Los Angeles uh, schools and institutions. You I mean you you're in the big huge city, so you should get some credit for that. Washington, I don't understand it. That sounded like Jim Mora or something. <laughs> but I, I <laughs> playoffs. But I, I don't I do not get all the everybody going crazy. And again, I admire what Oregon has done over the years because Phil Knight poured millions upon millions if not billions into that university in that athletics uh and and then of course they run the I mean, they were running the world championships there over the past few days i mean that's that's a that's a big time place so i'm okay with oregon saying give us more give us more than colorado give us more than oregon state that's cool that's fine but i don't I'm not here to hear you know washington to be trying to throw its weight around 
hey, do something. Now, one thing they have to fall back on, Aaron, they did one of those years, I believe, like around, uh, who knows, 2014 or 15, they, they did make a trip to the college football playoff. So let's give them that. Oregon did. You remember Oregon got beat up by uh, Ohio State in the national title game? Oregon has been to a national title game, and Washington has been to the college football playoff. But other than that, I, I mean, and Chris Peterson's a good coach, but he's been gone now two or three seasons, and they're horrible. And then we're supposed to act like, oh, my gosh, give them the biggest percentage ever. I don't see it. I don't buy it. Yeah, and that report that Oregon and Washington were asking for a bigger share of revenue, actually, John Wilner confirmed that in his in in an article that he had over the weekend. So that one, at least, I think we can pretty much say is is fact that that those two schools are asking for more. And if that's the case, then I would be very surprised if the Pac-12 survived after that. By the way, but go easy on Stu Mandel. I'm supposed to uh, I'm supposed to have some uh, some uh, columns that I'm going to be writing for them. Oh, okay. Let's be. I may go. I may have to go delete a tweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I've seen what you've been saying. I'm like Aaron, take it easy. Uh, <laughs> I may be doing a little work for them, uh, for the athletics. So we'll go easy on old Stewie Mandel. <laughs> All right. Um, what else do you have? ESPN has updated their national top 300 rankings for the 2023 class, and there is a new number one. USC commit Malachi Nelson is now the top-rated recruit in the country, according to ESPN, passing Texas commit Arch Manning to become the number one recruit in the country. Malachi Nelson is, uh, as, I, as I said, committed to USC. He uh, plays at Los Alamitos High School in California, and he is the new number one player in the country, according to ESPN. Did he just have a really good camp? Did he, have, did he, did he do well at, like, the Elite 11 camp or something? Well, they, in the article it said that he had more – I forgot the exact wording, but, I mean, he's played more in high school than Arch Manning is, and they they thought that that was more important than kind of rough, uh, uh, not rough numbers, but the uh, the intangibles and things like that, which they both have, I believe, but he just has already has some insane high school numbers from his sophomore and junior year. Which I don't I think like our buddies. Has. I like our our friends uh, that you know cover Baylor. That, that they'll like put these Austin Novosad like it is Baylor stuff. Like are making a Sikkim Bears thing, and then the story with it is like it's like it makes everybody think that he's like the the biggest Baylor kid, and I hope he is. I mean, I want him to come to Baylor, but in the the same story, like the headline is. Has two visits coming up. Has two, you know, official visits. This guy is, and again, to each his own. I mean, if you offer early, you got to be willing to let some people look around. That's what Tech's doing. They offered really early for 2023 class, and now some of those guys are getting a lot of attention. Will they lose some of them? Probably so. It's okay, though. It's okay. you got to stick with whatever strategy you go with. But I do like Aaron... I just like seeing these pictures on social media. On one hand, it's like, oh, there's Austin Overside. 
you know, make it a sickle bears, and you kind of get excited, and then you then you read the story, and it's like Austin Ovisad, he's got a couple of visits coming up. Like he's just touring the <laughs> yeah, world he's going right to Notre now. Dame, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's headed to Notre Dame. I mean, again, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not gonna be mad at the kid. He's 17 years old, or whatever, 16, 17 years old. I'm not gonna sit here and be mad at some kid that's getting suddenly got Ohio State and Notre Dame after him. He can do what he wants, but um, that's the that's the downside to getting somebody early. Now, in Baylor's defense, Baylor got him before he was so highly rated. Baylor gets him, uh, you know, did their own evaluation, gives him the gives him the offer, and suddenly the guy goes rolling up the board. In fact, Aaron, I just looked, and uh, uh, what our internet boys. They have now put him in front of that Malachi guy you said, Austin Novosad. <laughs> <laughs> They've moved him into the pole position. No, I'm just kidding. Love those guys. All right, Aaron, what else? Reigning oh. national champion Kansas has its held its head coach Bill Self as well as assistant Kurt Townsend off the road during June and July live recruiting during the June July live recruiting period as the NCAA continues its year long years long probe into the school's basketball recruitment practices. According to Matt Norlander of CBS Sports, the Selvin Post sanctions come as the NCAA continues its probe stemming from an investigation into bribery and corruption in college basketball. Kansas received a notice of allegations way back in 2019 before responding in May of 2020. Per the report from CBS Sports, industry sources believe a significant suspension for self and a potential postseason ban remain on the table, but it's unclear how the self-sanctioning by the school will affect it. I mean... I'm not holding my breath. I find this really interesting because they've basically ripped the NCAA at every turn. They they did it the opposite of what Oklahoma State... Oklahoma State tried to cooperate and still got knocked upside the head. Kansas has fought everything, basically laughed at the NCAA... Uh, and, and this thing's supposed to go to arbitration. This thing is taken forever. And now you want to try to cooperate? It's like, hey, let's go ahead and win this national title. And, oh, by the way, in July, let's take Curtis uh, let's take Curtis Townsend and Bill Self off the road. Now, Aaron, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, to have Scott Drew and John Jacobs and, and Alvin Brooks and the whole gang out there on the road, that's, that's important. I'm not saying it's not important. But Kansas coming off a national title, and I know a couple of those, Norm Roberts, I think is the other guy. Curtis Townsend is the guy, Aaron, that I was hanging out with at the Big 12 championship game. That's where my seats were right next to his. I don't know if that was my official seat or not, but I ended up next to him. And we had a great visit, partly because they want this kid from Lake Highlands that I know a lot about and I watched about. Suddenly they found out. I knew a lot about this kid, Aaron. They suddenly became my best buddies. <laughs> Trey Johnson, the 2024, the number one, really in my mind, the number one player in in all of high school basketball in the 2024 class. Certainly the top guard in 2024. But, uh, oh, Aaron, this jogged my memory. I thought you would like this. You know who we had on recently that talked about Jacoby Walter, who's coming to Baylor, that 2023 recruit in basketball? He plays on Trey Young's AAU team, and I think they're playing in that Peach Jam, which is some kind of huge summer get-together that they have. And and you hear Trey Young say to Jacoby Walter, 
Jacoby, make a play. Five seconds left in this game. Jacoby Walter strips the poor kid going the other direction and then goes in for a floater at the buzzer to win it for his team. Again, that's Trey Young, the former Oklahoma great, who's now with the Atlanta Hawks. Aaron, this Baylor pipeline is scary right now. <laughs> the only downside is all these players may go straight to the NBA, you know, after one year, but we'll take them. I mean, if this thing turns into Kentucky, I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I don't think it will because what Baylor does a nice job is putting the Flo Thambas and the Adam Flaglers and these incredible uh, mature college players with these freshman phenoms. Now, I don't think they expected Kendall Brown and, and Jeremy Sohan to both be one and done. Maybe they thought Kendall would. The Jeremy thing surprised even Baylor. But, listen, there's a reason Baylor went after him, even though he wasn't one of the most highly rated guys ever, and then ends up going in the top ten. Aaron, if Baylor, if, if Keontae George is as good as he seems to be, Baylor will have three straight top ten picks in the NBA draft, starting with Davion uh, Mitchell and, and uh, Jeremy Sohan and then Keontae George. Now, I don't want Keontae to leave, but I do want Keontae to have a great season and Baylor to win another national title. And if that happens, Keontae George will likely be a top five or top ten pick in the NBA. Aaron, I don't – I mean, can you imagine that? I know it happened, happened to Baylor. There's not a lot of schools. Maybe Kentucky's done it. Uh, I don't think Gonzaga has. Maybe Duke has. But to have three straight top ten picks, I would say out of Kentucky, Duke, UNC's probably done it at some point. And then the list starts to run out. I don't think Gonzaga's done it. I mean, they've had some great players. I don't think they've had three straight years of it. Aaron, that's pretty stunning. And I think... The only thing I kind of hate, Aaron, is that we already have put so much on Keontae. I mean, like, he's going to have some down moments. He's going to have some people give him fits. Even the great Trey Young was incredible at first, and then they kind of adjusted to him, and he had some rough times his freshman year at Oklahoma. So I do think we're putting a lot on Keontae George. Aaron, if we had to, if we had to say right now who's going to win the – Big 12 MVP in, 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 in hoops. Would you go with Keontae or is there Keontae or is there somebody else you can think of that would be, I'm trying to think who's coming back across the Big 12 uh, because you know can, KU, is Wilson back? Is Jalen Wilson? I'm just trying to think who's back from Kansas. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting to try to figure out. Uh, but I think Keontae George will be in the mix for that. All right. It is uh, good job, Aaron. That was a nice, lengthy um, Campus Confidential. As we begin the 5 o'clock hour, I'll get you ready for our trip to Oxnard, California. What are the big, what are the huge things that we're going to be looking for out there on our trip? <laughs> it starts tomorrow. That's next. Hot, hot. Yeah. 
Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. And yes, it's already that time of year again. The Cowboys are headed out today on the team charter for California and training camp. You'll hear from the franchise quarterback after this. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, to gain access to the ultimate experience at Dallas Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California. Choose from preferred, premier, or elite memberships to enjoy early entry, exclusive benefits, VIP access, and more. Get ready for the 2022 season with memberships starting at just $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com backslash United to learn more and join the official fan club of the Dallas Cowboys today. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. This afternoon, the Cowboys arrive in Oxnard, California for training camp. Quarterback Dak Prescott, who led his team to 12 wins in the division title last year, is now in his seventh camp. What does he enjoy most about being one of the older veterans? The questions. Uh, When they ask a question, it feels like I was there yesterday wondering the same things about the vets or how to take care of your body or what's the best way to study the playbook. So they're just looking for the answers and the techniques and tools to do that. We've got to expedite their their, their growth and make sure that they're ready to play now and um, we're getting all the tools they need to get ready for training camp. Tomorrow is the state of the team address with Coach McCarthy and Jerry Jones. Then Wednesday, Dak and teammates hit the field for their first practice. Headed to Oxnard with the boys, I'm Christy Scales. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Always love hearing from a UBO business services. Sean Hunt in his group. Um, this is uh, this is a fun this is a fun time, and uh, we're getting ready to go to camp. But ubeo.com. It's ubeo.com. UBO Business Services, great sponsor of ours, and it's not just a sponsor. I mean, we use UBO. In our offices, they streamline our process. Aaron, all that printing you do, that's UBO. They, they're the ones that service and take care of the copiers, and they allow you to, they allow employers to save a ton of money uh, with, uh, with their paper services, email, all the things that you, you kind of spend on, on your employees and everything. They just, they just, uh, just kind of streamline a lot of it. Not, not that they're going to uh, – it sounds sometimes, Aaron, like I'm saying, well, you can get rid of employees. I don't want you to do that, <laughs> okay? But I do think streamlining the business and doing all that is a really, really good thing. And um, Sean it played in the area, even though he had a, a brief moment where he left us to go to the College Station, Bryan College Station area, but he got right back as quickly as he could, and the guy was a heck of an athlete right here in Central Texas, and so we're, we're proud to be uh, associates of his. Friends of his, okay? That sounds more formal than associate sounds too formal. Uh, it is um, the Matt Mosley Show. We continue on into the 5 o'clock hour. Aaron, I want you to participate here, as you always do. Um, and we'll do more as we get into uh, our coverage. I want to remind everybody, we are headed to Oxnard, California uh, tomorrow. I'll land early tomorrow morning. And then I will be there for the uh, opening press conference. And then, of course, we'll have three days of practices. And the Matt Mosley Show will be in the middle of it. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for stepping up to be the presenting sponsor for this trip. Now, the presenting sponsor of our show, of course, is Central National Bank. Nesbitt family, thank you so much for what you do. Incredible group. Um, now, Aaron, storylines for this camp. And we'll continue this. I do want to get some interaction. And Aaron, look back earlier today. I was asking folks what uh, what vehicles, what their first cars were. If anybody responded to that, love to love to get that out there. I bet there. Aaron said he had a Ford Tempo. I had a Buick Century. This was uh, my daughter is a year away from driving. She turns fifteen today, so it inspired that question. Here's my next question, and you can respond on the. Uh, on the CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. What is your, what storyline are you most interested in at Cowboys Camp? What storyline? Uh, again, that's 254-662-1660. Let me give you a couple of thoughts on that. Michael Gallup probably won't be ready for training camp. He'll start on the physically unable to perform. They call that the pup list. And... That'll be interesting because this new this rookie they got third round pick Aaron they love a good third round pick don't they? Um, uh, Gallup to his credit was one of those I believe he was third round pick. This other player they have now Aaron correct me if I'm wrong Jalen Hardy does that sound does that sound familiar to you? I guess I better know when I get out there to interview him here in the next couple of days. Uh, really fascinating to me young wide receiver he's going to be stepping into the mix. I want to see. How C.D. Lamb reacts to being the unquestioned number one. How does he perform? What does that look like now that Amari Cooper's not at camp? 
I think that's a this is Dalton Schultz last go round probably at camp. He's got the franchise tag on him. I don't think they're going to get a long term deal done with him. At this point, they can't. They got to wait till after this coming season. They'll hit free agency. Dalton Schultz at tight end. Is this the year they finally uh, get Tony Pollard going at running back? What is Tyler Smith, the big uh, guard? Obviously, they drafted him to hopefully be the, the left tackle someday, but he'll start out, and they're hoping he takes over at left guard. Uh, McGovern is also, Connor McGovern uh, will be battling with him at left guard. Now, the other ones on the defensive side of the ball, Sam Williams coming in from Ole Miss. Good bend, good pass rusher, good value where they got him. I believe they got Sam in that second round. Is that right, Aaron? Second rounder, Sam Williams. That's going to be really, really interesting to see how he fits in. And and all these people that they lost, Randy Gregory, no longer with the Dallas Cowboys. Can Sam Williams step in? Who's going to step in at tackle? I mean, they they really lost some good depth, uh, both on the edge and at tackle. Let's keep our let's keep a close eye onto that situation. What do they have at tackle? What do they have? Uh, at Dorrance Armstrong is back. All right, he can play defense. Fin. Demarcus Lawrence is there. Micah Parsons has shown when needed he can line up close to the line of scrimmage. Aaron, when you're thinking about the Cowboys, unfortunately for Cowboys fans, and you're not one of those, but you are an analyst, okay? On this show you are. You play one. Um, I I think the story's going to be some of the players who are missing. As camp unfolds, we got to do more with the players that show up and can take their places. Aaron, of the players I was just mentioning, Randy Gregory, um, uh, obviously the uh, uh, Amari Cooper. I mean, you go right down the line. Lyle Collins will be missing, you know, at right tackle, uh, although he's missed a lot of games himself. Aaron, of, of those three players, and I know there are a couple of others that are floating around out there that have left the building, who do you think the Cowboys are going to have the most difficult time replacing? I think it'll be Amari Cooper. With Michael Gallup still recovering from a knee injury, look, CeeDee Lamb is a good receiver. We don't know. We think he can be a number one, but we don't know for sure. We'll find out. But besides him, you're looking at the rookie Tolbert. You're looking at James Washington, who couldn't even who, who couldn't even crank the top three in Pittsburgh and hardly saw the field, which is why he signed with the Cowboys, because they only signed people at bargain basement discount prices. So I don't know what kind of wide receivers you're going to have outside of C.D. Lamb to start the year. They lost Cedric Wilson to the Dolphins. Noah Brown will be back, but, I mean, he had a couple of nice catches last year. Nobody expected him to be a real contributor, I don't think, or nobody expected him to be asked to be a real contributor, but it looks like they may now. Yeah, I I find I, you're right. You're right. Now, let's not forget, Aaron, there's one player – we, we, you know, James Washington has been brought into the fold, the former Oklahoma State great who went out to Pittsburgh, didn't really feel like he was maybe used properly, 
There've been some interesting comments from uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger now that he's no longer with the Steelers. He's had a couple of comments that are kind of interesting as he looks back on his time. He didn't think the play- some of the players were committed enough. Uh, some of his teammates, always kind of awkward to retire and then call out your teammates after you are not going to be at camp any longer. This James Washington is of interest to me. Aaron, I'm not saying he's going to I mean you still need Gallup to be your number two, but if James Washington could be some kind of speedster, and when I talk about speedster, Aaron, who am I talking about? I'm thinking about some of those players for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, Tyreek Hill's gone now. But but think about, like, Pringle and some of those other players. Now, Aaron, you know those guys because you follow fantasy so closely. They, 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 had, they had it loaded up with players like that. Have the Cowboys landed a similar type player? Can James Washington take the top off of a defense? We hope we know C.D. Lamb has that capacity. Great body control, great body lean. But Cedric Wilson did some incredible things. He he knew how to take it to the house, and he ended up becoming a big-time playmaker for Dak in the Cowboys. Boy, I find I find this group just utterly fascinating to, to, to look at this. Now, again, if you want to weigh in with the storylines you're interested in, Aaron, as funny as it sounds like, they got a kicking competition. I mean, I, they don't know for sure if they've got the right kicker in camp. Brought a couple in, got a young one, got a real young one. Uh, you know, can he continue to develop? That's going to be an interesting deal. You got to figure out punter. I mean, that guy that they've had for a long time, Aaron, I mean, he's not there anymore. We got to figure out the kicking game, the return game. Who's going to return for this team? So there's a lot of things to be paying particular attention to. Uh, going into this camp, and I would say, Aaron, there are questions in the secondary as well, even though they have one of the great young quarterbacks in the game. If you want to weigh in with the the, the camp battle or the camp storyline you're most interested in, and you want me to, hey, Mosley, you, you're my eyes and ears out there in California. Put put your eyes on this battle. Let us know. Uh, 254 662-1660. I mean, I a lot of times, Aaron, we'll, we'll kind of go into a camp wondering about, like, backup quarterback. I think they know who their backup quarterback is. It's not the greatest option in the world, but I just think at this point they're just kind of comfortable with it, and they'll continue to go that route. But, I, you know, I, most teams, if they lose their starter, they're sunk. Um, as we recall a few years ago, the Philadelphia Eagles lost their quarterback, and they won a Super Bowl. So I still think it's a very important position. It's one, for whatever reason, the Cowboys have just not put a lot of time or effort into. Aaron, you do you as a you think Cowboys fans should feel okay about the backup quarterback situation? No, I don't. And it's I I just don't understand. They've had chances to. Upgrade. Upgrade and address it without spending a lot of money. You're going to have to spend more than you're spending on Cooper Rush, but you don't have to break the bank to get a good backup that could get you through, say, three or four weeks if if Dak got a high ankle sprain or something like that. But they just refuse to do it, and they say, no, we'll be fine with Cooper Rush when everyone who's seen Cooper Rush plays knows that that's probably not going to be the case. 
All right, Aaron, we got good news. Uh, speaking of Cowboys, Ed Werder, ESPN Zone, the award-winning uh, reporter from ESPN will join us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas weather forecast for tonight. Clear skies. We'll see a low of around 78 tomorrow Sunny and hot with a high near 102. Expect those temperatures to continue throughout the week with highs of around 102 and overnight lows near 78 with clear skies. Currently, it's 101 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. We are pleased to have with us the new commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, Brett Yormark. I'd like to build the brand of the Big 12. Um, in New York, I'm not sure a lot of people know the Big 12 brand. And candidly, I want to make it a national brand that's recognizable all over the country. And when student-athletes are in their senior year and they're contemplating what's next, I want them to say, I need to go to the Big 12. John Moores, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash and Rude. the one I got right now that you can't stand because when I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. No. Fixitjimmy.com. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Mike Terry. Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Find sports news streaming and show podcast at syntechsportsfan.com in my podcast your money in a cup of joe we talk money management investments and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics i'm joe kaleo with the kaleo wealth management group look for your money in a cup of joe on our website or spotify Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. 
This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weins with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. David Ortiz headlined the Baseball Hall of Fame inductions over the weekend. Others included Tony Olivia, Jim Catt, Gil Hodges, and Bud Fowler. Boston Celtics are talking to the Nets about a possible Kevin Durant deal. Dallas Cowboys descend on Oxnard today, getting ready for training camp. The State of the Union from Jerry, Stephen, and McCarthy is tomorrow at noon, and the first practice is on Wednesday. Houston Astros swept the weekend series with the Mariners. Astros will start a series in Oakland with the A's. First pitch at 8.40 tonight. Rangers avoid the sweep in Oakland, beating the A's 11-8 yesterday. Rangers move on to Seattle to start a series with the Mariners. 9-10 first pitch tonight, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show continuing on a Monday Cowboys training camp. We'll be out there. Thank you, Jim Turner, Chevrolet, uh, bringing me out to camp, the Matt Mosley show. And of course I'll hook up with my buddy, Ed Werder. We team up on the doomsday podcast, Ed greetings. I know you have already landed in beautiful Oxnard, California, really Ventura. If you want to pull back the curtain a little bit, we, we like to stay down the road in Ventura and Ed has pulled off the road, kind enough to jump on with us for a couple of minutes. Ed is the, uh, as you, and you spent a little time in Colorado, so you do get a reprieve from the weather from time to time. Give us the weather report today from, uh, from uh, Oxnard, California, though. It is currently 69 degrees at the Cowboys practice facility here in Oxnard, California, which is 34 degrees cooler than it presently is in beautiful downtown, crime-free Flower Mound, Texas. And that is a 34-degree difference that, to me, is a meteorological equivalent of the Herschel Walker trade. <laughs> I like that. I like that. People remember that was Herschel's number, and Ed was covering covered that trade, the aftermath of that trade, and then covered uh, the Cowboys winning all those Super Bowls. And Ed making it out to California. Ed, we've been doing this now for a lot of years. Now the um, the pandemic cut into some of that, cut into some of these uh, trips out to California, interrupted for a little bit in there. But uh, uh, it's uh, full fledged activities out there, and I, I think uh, everybody gets excited uh, to go. What are you as you get ready for Jerry's State of the Union tomorrow? Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy. Uh, I, I feel a little bit bad for Mike because you know he's going to get asked. He, he has to get asked. Uh, what do you think about, you know, being on the hot seat to start this season? I mean, it, I, I kind of hate it for him because you really you hate to be on the hot seat on the first day of training camp. But, Ed, I think we have to agree this man will start the season firmly on the hot seat. I, I think there will be no speculation about – Sean Payton taking over as a Cowboys head coach until Mike McCarthy loses. And I don't mean a game. I mean like a pregame coin toss. Uh, so it could be, it could be 12. Well, I guess that's a night game, the opener against Tampa Bay. So it could start, you know, right then about seven thirty uh, on week one, Sunday night football, the speculation 
about Mike McCarthy. Is it fair? Uh, you know, I don't know. His first year, you know, was during the pandemic. It was uh, thwarted by Dak Prescott, you know, suffering the first injury of his career and missing 10 games. But last year, I mean, it's hard to believe he's going to start the season with a better team than he ended last year with. Uh, and I think that's why Jerry was so upset after that San Francisco loss. You know, they were the only team to win a division and not advance to the second round of the playoffs last year. Uh, you know, losing to the 49ers the way that they did, uh, they had the good fortune, I think, of, of having Dan Quinn come back, Kellen Moore coming back, both of whom uh, I think they were prepared to lose during the offseason. Um, but with those two on the staff and, and interest to, uh, uh, in them from other teams around the league, uh, with Sean Payton, maybe the, 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 the best head coach or the best coach the Cowboys have ever let leave the building, you know, suddenly available and his relationship with Jerry and the history with the Cowboys. I mean, there's going to be an, an extraordinary amount of pressure on Mike McCarthy for all of those reasons. I mean, they had the number one offense in football last year going into the playoffs. They led the NFL in points off turnovers, off creating turnovers. You almost never see a team accomplish those two things in the same season. But the Cowboys had all that. They had a home playoff game, and they failed to advance. And if you look back two years ago, it was very clear and Mike McCarthy accepted that the Cowboys were in their Super Bowl window, and he was there as a guy who knows how to win championships to push him over the edge. And so far, he hasn't won a playoff game. In fact, he very seldom beat good teams. And, and that's a wrap that both he and Dak Prescott, I think, carry going into this season. Ed Werder from ESPN on the ground. Uh, he is embedded now with the Cowboys. Already has his uh, credential in hand. I'll I'll fly into town early tomorrow morning, hoping to secure my own credential. And uh, this is going to be a fun. And then Ed and I, you can follow us too on the Doomsday Podcast. It's uh, we're all podcaster heard, and we love doing interviews and doing all of that. So that'll be uh, fun. Ed, this um this receiver thing, I, you're gonna I I can see it now. You'll be kind of delving into that and and zeroing in on it because one of your things you bring up over and over is the decision they made on Amari Cooper. That's going to be huge. That's going to be a big storyline. C.D. Lamb now number one receiver. Third-round pick Jalen Tober. We don't think Gallup will be ready, certainly not for the start of training camp. And then after that, it's kind of hit or miss. We don't know what James Washington's going to be. He wasn't great in Pittsburgh. Ed, is that a position that you will kind of put your – uh, well-trained eye on as you uh, as you make your way around the practice fields of Oxnard. Yeah, I think I think the competition at that position early on will dictate to Jerry Jones whether he needs to go out and spend some of that twenty million dollars uh, that they have available still under the cap and go get make a trade for a veteran receiver or sign um, a, a free agent receiver you know, like Emmanuel Sanders or T.Y. Hilton or Julio Jones. Um, the problem with most of those guys is they're older players who have, have a recent injury history, uh, and so they may not solve your problem for long, if at all. Um, but I think how, you know, how, how the third-round pick, Jalen Tolbert, advances in this camp, uh, what, they, what they see from James Washington early in the camp, uh, I think will determine whether they go out and get a receiver or not. 
Um, and, and then I think the other position of interest, the position group of interest, the offensive line. You know, Zach Martin said it here today when, when he got off the bus is that, you know, he wants us to be a tough, physical, disciplined football team. And, and, and by his own admission, they were neither of those things much of the time last season, certainly during the second half of the season. And we saw what happened to them in the playoffs when the, their opponent was far more physical than they were. Uh, and, and so there's been this conjecture from even people like Tony Romo that the Cowboys are going to place an emphasis on the running game. And I'm just not sure I see that uh, for a lot of reasons, one of which the head coach, Mike McCarthy's never been somebody who's run the football. He's always played through the quarterback. And that's kind of the change he influenced when he took over in Dallas. The, the offense wasn't going to run through the offensive line and Zeke uh, Elliott, like it did under Jason Garrett, it was going to run through Dak Prescott. And that's the way, it's been set up, and it's awfully hard to see them changing uh, that approach. But I think the offensive line is another group that needs to be watched here. And then I think on defense, probably, you know, pass rusher. How, how are they using Micah Parsons? Don't see him really changing how they did it from a year ago. You know, it creates a lot of confusion and uncertainty for the quarterback trying to make his pre-snap reads when he doesn't know where Parsons is going to be or what his assignment is going to be, but where, where are they going to replace the impact that they got from Randy Gregory last year? Can Sam Williams do it? Can Fowler, Dante Fowler do it? Where's that going to come from? Isn't that funny? I think of how many years do we go into a season saying something like Dante Fowler or that, that one year you and I were both fascinated when they brought um, Alden. You remember they, you know, they got him all, he hadn't played like in what, four or five years and they bring, Alden Smith, they bring him in at the troubled player. Uh, there's always somebody like that X factor. What's this guy going to do? And so I do find that fascinating. And what we do when we get out there, we look at guys like Sam, who you just mentioned, Sam Williams from Ole Miss, and we're like, hey, I wonder if this is the guy that's going to do it. I wonder if he can be Randy Gregory. But, Ed, it's going to be a storyline you and I keep coming back to. A part of this camp will be about who's not there. And, of course, we'll take a peek. And we'll look closely, but you know, even Amari Cooper, the soft-spoken Amari Cooper, we've enjoyed our interviews with him. He he's not a, he, but he he says some interesting things just in a very soft way. But have you noticed, Ed, that he's been taking some jabs at the old Cowboys just in his own quiet, understated way? He's taken a few jabs, so I think um, I think part of our storyline, as we do both the you know the Matt Mosley show and Doomsday, will be thinking about how do they replace and and are they taking a step back the funny thing is ed i don't know if it matters if they take a step back or not to win the division uh unless ed do you find yourself buying into the eagles being a lot better are you one of those well i mean the eagles made the playoffs last year they started poorly uh you know my my questions about the eagles center really on you know, Jalen Hurts, they went out and made the big first day, first round trade for, you know, A.J. Brown, who's an elite receiver in the NFL, big physical guy. Um, he's going to be a tough cover in the league uh, or in the division. But, you know, the Cowboys dominated the division. They they won. They went 6-0. and They were the only team not to lose a divisional game. I mean, they outscored these teams by, you know, I don't know, almost 200 points in the six games. Uh, and so I don't know if the Eagles can make up that much ground. I have real questions about whether Jalen Hurts is good enough as a passer. And I think that's the reason that the Eagles have have tried to create uh, some talent around him in the passing game so that they can make their evaluation because they've got a lot of first-round draft pick collateral 
uh, next year and beyond to go get a quarterback if they decide this year that Hurst is not the answer at that position. And I think he's the one who's going to determine whether the Eagles can make a run and create competition for the Cowboys. And then we have to keep in mind that, you know, you never know who's going to get hurt, first of all. And then what has this division got? 18 consecutive years without a repeat winner? So history alone tells you it's going to be very challenging, if not impossible, for the Cowboys. But talent-wise, to me, they're still by far the best team. I think that is accurate. Um, Ed, will you wait on me for your first meal at Andrea's, the beautiful little seafood place right there on the harbor uh, in the channel of, uh, of Ventura Harbor? Will you wait for that first Andrea's meal with me, or do you, do you think you'll go by there before I arrive in town? It's, it's been on my mind for quite a few weeks now, that black and mahi-mahi burger. And I just don't know if I can wait another 24 hours, but I'll try my best. And, and All right, if I at least wait 24 hours, I'll have my second, my second sandwich with you tomorrow night. All right. I, I like those clam strips. And um, and, then, uh, and that New England clam chowder is not a bad way to start either, although it is funny to get that when you're on the West Coast. But it is great uh, right there in, uh, in, in Vinci, beautiful Ventura. Ed, I know you need to make your way back. I, uh, I, I think it's we've always stayed in the same location. We're staying in separate locations. I hope we're able to function. I think you kind of like that because that may mean you don't have to cart me around <laughs> everywhere. I think you're going to enjoy it. The only problem is it may mean I don't show up anywhere, but uh, we'll make it all work. Ed, uh, appreciate you doing it, and uh, we, will, uh, we will talk to you uh, tomorrow in person. Well, I can always swing by and still pick you up if that's what's necessary to get you to practice on time. <laughs> okay, if I could get into practice. All right, there he is, Ed Warder. Thanks, Ed. No problem. All right, Ed Warder. Yeah, there he goes, Ed Warder from ESPN. You know him. He's on uh, Sports Center. He's on all of it, and he's been the face of ESPN's Cowboys coverage for a lot of years. And he and I do a podcast together. We'll be teaming up out there, producing all sorts of interviews. In fact, we've already. Uh, Aaron, for both our show and the Doomsday show, I think uh, Dan Quinn might be on tap. So that'll be a that'll be a fun interview. Well, the interviews will start tomorrow with um, Mike uh, McCarthy and and basically the whole gang. Uh, Mike, Jerry Jones, and Stephen will do their State of the Union address to start everything tomorrow, and uh, and then we'll have all that for you beginning at four o'clock. Our coverage. Uh, brought to you uh, by our presenting sponsor for our trip to Oxnard, California. That is none other than Jim Turner Chevrolet. In fact, uh, at 5 o'clock tomorrow, Jim Turner, uh, the man who played basketball at Baylor and has that uh, Chevy house out there uh, in McGregor, will join us, and he'll break things down for us, may sell a couple of vehicles. While he's on with us, Clay Lassiter, my great friend out there, Derek, the whole gang, the GM, uh, they do a tremendous job, and we appreciate them so much. In fact, Aaron, my first ever when I came to the station, 10 a.m. shift, 10 a.m. to noon, was uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet was the uh, was the lead sponsor of it. Now the lead sponsor of the show continues to be Central National Bank, one of the great banks out there, and uh, it's a who's who. The people that bank there 
one of the great commercial banks in this country, and the owners of that bank, my gosh, the families, they're the ambassadors. They've been all over the world. They've been in Washington, D.C., incredible families, and it's it's local, though. The families, they might have gone off to these foreign, you know, different locations, but they always come back to Central Texas. We appreciate Central National Bank so much. Aaron, did that, I know that kind of whet your appetite, getting you ready for camp and all of that kind of thing. Um, I did find it interesting. We'll talk more as camp unfolds. Another one of these quarterback ranking things came out today, Aaron, and Mike Sando, my longtime friend, he and I were together at ESPN.com. He put all his tiers together, tiers, like T-I-E-R-S. And, you know, obviously Rodgers is going to be high on there, Russell Wilson. Now, Sando spent a lot of time covering the Seahawks, and he got very close to Russell Wilson. So uh, I, I would say, but Sando, before he puts this thing out, he talks to all sorts of um, front office types across the league. In fact, all the scouts and GMs always look forward to him putting this out. Now, i got to take a long look at this thing, Aaron, because we'll probably talk about it on the show tomorrow from out there in California. But I don't think he gave Dak Prescott a great review. Now, Aaron, I know you like watching, uh, you like reading The Athletic. I don't think Dak Prescott made one of the top tiers at all. And so we'll be uh, we'll be kind of monitoring that. Do we think that we'll see a different Dak Prescott in Oxnard, California this year? The answer needs to be yes. Last year Dak had some issues. He was coming back from injuries. He didn't he wasn't able to move around quite as well. He wasn't as accurate. He was having a little trouble planting, it seemed like, and in fact, fairly early in camp they shut him down for a little bit. Now, I think that ended up being kind of almost like a tired arm situation. That might have had a little something to do with his shoulder, uh, as I recall. And they were able to bring him back. But I don't think Dak was totally himself last season. Aaron, i got to hand it to Glenn Stretch-Smith, who's been on the station before and many times as a guest. He called that early and said Dak was not right, and he didn't think Dak was right physically. There's a belief this year that both at training camp and in the season that Dak is going to be (coughs) able to do more with his legs. Does that mean he's going to take off and run more? I don't know. I don't think that's as big a deal as I think he's going to be a little more nimble and able to escape traffic uh, back uh, when he drops back. So this is going to be a huge storyline to see where Dak Prescott, kind of where his head is, where his body is, where is he physically. Is Dak Prescott a top-five quarterback in this league? Is he top ten? Is he even in the top ten? There are opinions all over the place. Again, our coverage a Cowboys training camp begins from Oxnard, California tomorrow. We'll be taking the show out there. Very excited to do that. And again, our coverage brought to you by Jim Turner. Chevrolet. All right, uh, we got the dismount. We got a couple of things we need to tie up, a couple of Baylor items, and uh, maybe even a Rangers item for you. I found a couple of things interesting on the Rangers front I wanted to share with you. That's next in the dismount. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. 
You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we pushed to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners. We have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. It's $5 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook. Afraid at how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center, August 6th and 7th. They have all types of firearms and ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, August 6th from 9 to 5, and Sunday, August 7th from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Nope. Nobody covers football in Central Texas, like ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. David Ortiz headlined the Baseball Hall of Fame inductions over the weekend. Others included Tony Olivia, Jim Catt, Gil Hodges, and Bud Fowler. Boston Celtics are talking to the Nets about a possible Kevin Durant deal. Dallas Cowboys descend on Oxnard today, getting ready for training camp. The State of the Union from Jerry, Stephen, and McCarthy is tomorrow at noon, and the first practice is on Wednesday. Houston Astros swept the weekend series with the Mariners. Astros will start a series in Oakland with the A's. First pitch at 8.40 tonight. Rangers avoid the sweep in Oakland, beating the A's 11-8 yesterday. Rangers move on to Seattle to start a series with the Mariners. 9-10 first pitch tonight, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the dismount. And I uh, hope everybody's had a great afternoon. Appreciate you being with us. Darby Brown, that was fun. Talking about Paul Tyson, some of the history, some of the different stadiums around the area. I thought that was fun. Uh, talking about that. Ed Werder jumping on with us live from Oxnard, California. Um, I'm looking at some of Ed's work. Uh, he's already there. Some of the players, uh, Zach Martin was made available, and the players have landed. They are on site, and then tomorrow they'll have some tests and baseline kind of tests and may go out and jog and make sure everybody kind of makes weight and passes the physicals, all that kind of stuff. And the, tomorrow morning will be the um, Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, and, um, and Stephen Jones <laughs> will do their news conference. And we'll carry that in its entirety when, uh, when, uh, from our, our show from 4 to 6 tomorrow, which will come live from Oxnard, California. And then our first practice that we'll attend is on Wednesday. And we'll react to everything, watch everything like a hawk. And Aaron, I've got my, I'll have my, uh, uh, you know, my legal pad. I'll be jotting a bunch of notes down, and then I'll present those as the show uh, goes on. I'll share that with our folks. Again, if you ever want to weigh in, 254-662-1660. Aaron, we're headed to uh, celebrate my daughter's birthday. Parker Mosley is uh, is uh, uh, 15 years old today, so very excited about that. We'll go get some Tex-Mex and have a big time. And uh, thanks to everybody. Boy, Barnett Contracting, love you guys. Schmaltzes, Jim Turner, Chevrolet, thank you. we got to say goodnight. We'll see you tomorrow live from Oxnard, California, Cowboys Training Camp. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Texas Longhorns. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. Beginning a new week with our Big 12 football previews. Today, a look at the Texas Longhorns moving into season number two under Steve Sarkeesian. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. When it comes to choosing a mortgage lender, exactly who you work with has never mattered more than it does in today's economic climate. The Wood Group of Fairway Mortgage has been and continues to be Waco's most trusted mortgage lender. Ask any expert and they'll tell you now is the best time to purchase a new home. Inventory's up, competition is down, and rates are still historically low. I'm Chris Allman with the Wood Group of Fairway Mortgage. Call or text today at 254-717-6111. Let's talk 